possible. Jolly holiday. Happy holidays from the Whiskey Underground. Good evening, everybody. Happy holidays. It is December 8, 2020, and we're on day 8, because it's December 8th, of the Whiskey Advent Calendar. Brant, how you doing, buddy? Hanging in there. I got every everything up. The lights are... The lights are twinkling, Clark. Oh yeah, no, I got I got a uh, I got a nice day that I was able to string up the lights. Didn't have to uh, didn't have to run out in the cold and brave the elements. It was a warm, sunny day, and I finally got everything everything up. Wreaths are hung, lights are going. I did do a little lazy lights. I don't mind a little tiny bit of lazy lights. We don't do lights on the house, but we do two trees inside, and it makes my wife happy, and I'm all. I'm all for it. Ah, uh, see, we only have one. Well, no, I take it back. We have three trees. We have, <laughs> we have the main tree. Yep. My son has a tree in his room because he likes the the glow of the lights. I don't yeah. mind it. And then we have the the white tree in our bedroom. And now I think we're gonna have to upgrade next year because the white tree in our bedroom is like four feet tall, and we have twelve foot ceilings now. <laughs> so <laughs> I think we might have to upgrade the tree in our bedroom. So we did the same thing, and we will eventually upgrade. But the last house, we we're, this is our second Christmas in the home we're in now. Our living room in the last house had a had eight foot ceilings, and we had yeah. a eight foot Christmas tree to where it was right. like we ha- we couldn't have a star <laughs> that stood above the tree. It was like a bow, a dressing on the tree. It's so like the tree and now ended at have, their ceiling, and now and we now have, 12, have giant ceilings. We have twelve foot ceilings. <laughs> So, but the great thing is, is our main tree is that eight foot tree, which gets to stand very right. tall, and we get to actually put a nice topper on top of the tree. Okay. So I think eventually we will upgrade to a you know a ten foot tree. So we have the main tree, and that tree sits to where ten foot tree. Oh, ten foot tree, and it's and honestly it's great because we have this awesome space where we put it in between. Um, yeah. A kind of a column. We have a column mm-hmm. that, that separates living, foyer, dining area. Right. And it sits between kind of a column and a wall. It's a good location. Perfect space for it. You can see it from outside the main kind of um, open window that looks into the house. You can see the tree. And then in the very back of the house, we have kind of a sunroom, playroom, dog. Right now it's a dog room area. Um, And it has a kind of whimsical, bright, colorful tree. So very traditional tree in the formal area. Big, tall, and then kind of a whimsical tree. But both of those are up. They look awesome. The wife's happy. Nice. And we've nice. got our we've got our you know six foot tall Mickey Mouse Santa Claus out oh, out front for all Always the kids. Have the all the, yeah, all the kids that pass by and see. So it's all yeah. it's good, man. Got to got to have the inflatables. Deep you have in at the least spirit. One. Yeah, deep in the spirit though. But now let's good. get into the spirit of whiskey. All right, what do we got here tonight? You, this tell is, me what we're looking at for day number dude, eight. Back to uh, okay. So last night we did. Makers 46, which we did with Matt Holmes. No way. Tonight we're doing Uncle Nearest 1856. The same thing we did with Matt Holmes. Wait, wait. No no, no joke about this. (laughs) What? Back to back. Back to back. Back to back Matt Holmes. Well, now I can't look at those notes because. Nope. Can't look at the notes. Man, this advent calendar has been trippy. To say the least, we come out the it gate. Is. We 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 
we you you allowed me to pick this calendar because it was bourbon. We come out the gate first three nights zero bourbons. Yep. And then we're on a bourbon kick. Yeah. And then we come out with 225 year old. You know, we had Jim Beam on night four. We had Mixers on night five. We just came back to back on two classics that were upgraded with the double oak makers mark 46 and then now last night and tonight are two things that we literally had on one episode in yep. march in march mm-hmm. that we're gonna re- we're gonna review where we at seven oh, nine months nine months in the future yeah here, here we are Scott, right. so refresh us, refresh us on what the what Uncle Nearest is. Okay, so Uncle Nearest is a uh, Uncle Nearest was the kind of the the foremost distiller to Jack Daniels. He essentially taught Jack how to distill whiskey and created the maple char process in Tennessee whiskey. It's you know the the smoothness that you get from Tennessee whiskey is based on what this guy did back in the 1850s. So, obviously, you know, it's Tennessee. He was a slave. Tennessee. But he, but he became a, he became a free man because Jack Daniels made him a free man in order to help make, make whiskey with him. Um, this one, great color. Really, really good. Uh, really good, rich, rich coloring to it. Like, I'd call it like reddish maple. Reddish maple would be a good, good color note too. So let me get my uh, Jeeves. Jeeves, pour me a, pour me a perfect pour, sir. So what do you say? You said it's kind of got a little. I mean, it's it's got a little reddish tint to the. Yeah. So this is done by the red. Corsair Distillery out in Tennessee. Um, they don't give they don't give an age statement on the on the, like the front of the bottle, but it's kind of like on the back. It says seven years. Um, out of Tennessee, I'm pretty sure it's sourced. Yeah, I, I think so too. So this one's fifty percent, hundred proof. Does it say on the bottle? Would it, it, I mean, if it's Tennessee whiskey, it's probably only coming from Heaven Hill. Well, Tennessee's probably Dickler. Or, or Dickler, yeah. Dickler Jack. That's, it, it could be coming from Jack. I mean, that would make sense. So yeah, Nathaniel Green. He is the father of the maple or the the char maple process, the, the Lincoln County process that makes Tennessee whiskey Tennessee whiskey. You know, it, it's funny. So, um, one of my friends from, from high school, he does this thing about, like, the uh, X day of February. He, he points to an important black figure in history, and he shares it on his Facebook every day for e- every single year. And he shared one that he did a couple years ago about Nathaniel Green. And, you know, a couple years ago, nobody knew who he was until this whiskey came out, Uncle Nearest 1856. And honestly, I, you know, I told him, I, I, I hit him up on Facebook and said, I know you're not a whiskey guy, but you got to go out and try it. It's really good. It is a fantastic whiskey. And 
Unfortunately, his story didn't get told until about last year this time when this new distillery came out and wanted to tell a story. Jeffrey Wright, who plays Q, which is why we did this whiskey with Brant or with um, with Matt. Matt. It is a great story that is told by some good Americans that are really wanting to show the history of, of distilling in America and how it's not just a few distillers in Tennessee. It is one guy who came up with a whole process that everybody used later on and nobody gave this guy credit until two or three years ago. So, I mean, the, the, the big thing is this is a an African-American original distil- distiller. So that's the big, I mean, the big, the big push, the cool thing about this is sh- nowadays, you know, 21st century, there's not a lot of African-American master, master distillers, distillers, yeah. distillers out there. Um, but this is, and I want to say this is an African-American woman-owned company. Yes. Company. Yes. Um, so very unique, very cutting edge, um, but telling that, that history that not a lot of people don't know. Like you said, it, this was Tennessee slave Jack Daniel, you know, taught Jack Daniels. I mean, then was revolutionary in the in the whiskey world. Um, and this company is, is kind of paving the way to really tell that story. But not only are they telling the story, Scott, but they're making outstanding American whiskey in the process. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, and this is really good. So Corsair, actually, they do make their own. They're on their way to getting their own. This is a source product at this point, but they have their own okay. distillery on site. They are making their own. They will eventually phase the sourcing out um, and, and, and have their own on site. So I think this is probably still sourced. I think we're still probably in the sourced era because they only started distilling it distilling in 2016. And generally, it takes about four to five years to start getting that whiskey in prime shape. Um, so this is a, a seven-year-old age statement, which means they definitely bought it and uh, and sourced it. But again, sourcing is not a dirty word. We like a sourced whiskey as long as you as long as you tell everybody up front what you're yeah. doing, and Absolutely. they do a good job of that. So, applause them for that. All right, so let's get in the nose here. Man, so much molasses on this one. Yeah, I get that, because I was going to say, I mean, I was going to say just caramel, but it's definitely deeper. Yeah, it's like deep, rich molasses on this one. And you can definitely smell the maple wood, like that sweet maple. See, and I get that, I get the, a lot of, (laughs) there's another one, I mean, I know it's kind of, cold weather outside in the time of the year but um just like oh charred just like charred barrel but charred barrel but i mean i get i get fall i get like yeah i get the the candy you know what i get kind of candy corn and i get kind of sweet dried fruits and almost freaking straw I, i don't i don't know what happens in fall in louisiana do you nah. guys have leaves? Do you guys have leaves that fall on the ground? We have leaves that fall. They don't change color. They just go green to fall. They don't okay. really do like the whole thing. So but yeah, we absolutely Northeast. have a leave fall for sure. <laughs> so here in the Northeast, when leaves fall, 
the general way to pick them up is just to go over them with the mower and yes. suck them up and, and yes. bag them and, and get rid of it. Oh, no, I don't do that. I just mulch them into little tiny pieces. See, you, see I got to pick them up. Below the grass. I got, a, I got an 80-foot maple outside my house, or an 80-foot oak. It drops so many leaves, I'm picking them up every single week. So let me ask you this, though. This is the big thing, though, is I've got, like, St. Augustine that I cut at a height where I can, I can like, mulch leaves that kind of, like, sit in the grass the grass line and just kind of actually act like mulch because my, oh, grass, yeah, is, my grass is so thick and hardy. And then it's chemically treated that it doesn't actually get cold enough to turn it brown. So it stays right. kind of like a it stays kind of like a green it kind of stays caramel apple all all, See, all yeah, winter long. I have I have Kentucky bluegrass and I keep it really really short so I can't mulch anything into it, into it. Otherwise it's going to it's going to kill off the grass. This smells like fallen leaves that you've mulched up with some fresh like some cut grass in there. I get there's, that. There's that's that's like the greenness, the bright, the kind of the green yeah. brightness that I get out of it. And and I don't know what the mash bill is on this, but you know, we talk. I mean, we get green grass, we get green apple fresh fruit from malted barley from a lot of the scotch that mm-hmm. we, you know we've tasted in the past. And I'm wondering what malted barley either strain or what malted barley percentage this is if it's got a lot of that happening. Yeah, there's definitely some brightness to this. Really enjoy the nose on this one. All right, so let's dig in the palate. Take your nose down first, and then we'll get there. All right, I'm good. Okay, palate. So, I mean... It's it's big it's big and thick up up front and we always talk about our least always kind of preach mouth mouth feel like I gotta feel like I got whiskey whiskey happening and this is definitely it's definitely there um oh fuck, I'm already I'm already like thinking about the finish because as I'm talking the finish is rolling over I know. My, to- my tongue but I'm trying to get get back to it I gotta take another sip and then I'm gonna come back to you with, with so front notes all right already, so my palate finish. My palate, it is sweet on the nose, or on the palate, right off the front. It's very sweet, very smooth, but it is thick. It is rich. It is thick. Caramel apples, and I love this one because I, I, I'm pretty sure I get this every time I drink this. Dusty hay. It's got a little yeah. bit of that dusty hay that that kind of like dries everything out. Very good mouthfeel. All right. New tan leather. Mm-hmm. Like new tan. Oh, yeah. New tan leather. But see, I think that's that's kind of a correlation of the oakiness, spiciness, and like you said, like the dried hay. Dried hay, that dried hay smell and the new tan leather smell are, are kind of like to me kind of go kind of can go back and forth. It's a fresh it's a freshness. It's an earthy freshness. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like the leathery, um, especially on the back end of the palate. That, like, rich new leather, like, really, really, like, um, spicy note to it. Like, 
when you get a fresh baseball glove, not something that's been aged around and like worn in leather, like brand new leather. Mm-hmm. It's got a little bit of a spicy um, smell to it. Really dig the nose on that, or the, the palate on this one. Very this rich. Is, it's, it's got a lot of shit going on. <laughs> it does. I mean, it is very complex. Because, I mean, I'm tasting just like, man, there's there's vanilla. There's dried the dried fruits there. It's still very bright, though, from that the nose. So on the finish, it's very long, very vanilla, and I'm pretty sure, you know, when I go look look back at the notes, I'm pretty sure I said something about creme brulee because I get creme brulee on this on this finish, very vanilla, very creamy, um, and that's all I can think about now is why. Didn't last month I get any creme brulee at Disney? Which I always do because it's my favorite dessert. It's a great dessert. Where do you get it from? Brown Derby. My favorite dessert at Brown Derby. Oh, you know why I didn't get it? Because they didn't have it. They didn't have the creme brulee this time. Hmm. COVID cutbacks. Look, COVID cutback menus all over the place. Some desserts they got rid of. Um, They didn't have that and I didn't get it. Bummed. Yeah, our our first night last month, Grand Floridian Cafe, five entrees. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, but so I mean, the finish. It's I, pretty I agree. long. Long, rich, 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 rich finish. Um, and you said creme brulee. I mean, I get the kind of vanilla. I, st- I get kind of the burnt sugars. Yeah, the, the burnt sugars are there. It, it's still, again, that finish that still has that little bit of dusty hay, that little dryness to it, but not like overly drying where your mouth is like, I need water to, to go with this. It's a good dry, dusty note. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I think I have a number on this one. It's a good number. It's a very good number. And let me look back. I don't want to look at what I. I don't want to look at what I gave. I'm gonna look at the. I'm just gonna look at the number. Yeah. Okay. It's it's about the same. I don't look at what I, I gave it until I, I. I wrote my number down. I'm sticking with it. It's a little bit lower than what I originally gave this. I originally gave this a 91, and I still think it's a very good whiskey. Um, like I said, my notes. You heard my notes here. My notes don't far too fall. Uh, from that, from the original one, Ooh. molasses, grass, maple, wood char, uh, very, very sweet with vanilla. The vanilla kind of stays with this thing all the way through. I really like that. The dusty hay is also there in my original notes. I originally gave this a 91. That's my original score. I downgraded just a little bit. I think this settles at a 90. I think it's a very, very good whiskey. Definitely something that you need to go out and buy if you can see it on, if you see it on the shelves if you find it on the shelves, definitely go out and get it. Very good whiskey. I um, man, I downgraded a lot and I didn't pull near what I pulled out of it. Well, I pulled differently. I pulled a lot more sweet. The first time I tasted it with Matt, I pulled oatmeal cookie, sweet oak. I mean, it had sweet written down like multiple times. 
I didn't I can see the oatmeal much, cookie. But I didn't I can get see much, that. I didn't get much sweeter. I got more of the leather, um, dried, dried fruit, and I don't know the burnt sugar vanilla. So I got more savory out of it this time than sweet. But look, that could be a palate. You know, I mean, it could just be where where my palate is is today. I don't think it's bad. But I did go 87 for 91, so I did downgrade this a good bit. I think this sits in between or right below uh, Maker's 46. I mean, look, the last couple of nights we had some fucking great, um, great yeah. whiskeys. I mean, look, we went on a, we went on some terrible last year. We went on some absolutely terrible runs where we had some really low, low, low ranking um, whiskeys. Um, after day three, I'm hoping we're we're, we're past that. Um, We've had a pretty good run of high 80s the last uh, four days, so I'm hoping that that continues. Yeah, this was a good one. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Uh, again, I have a bottle at home. Um, it, it's one I'll probably keep. I'm not going to, when I down the bottle, I'm not going to run out to replace it right away, but I'll make sure that when I see that I, that I, uh, I'm just looking for something and I don't have a bottle of 1856 anymore. I'll definitely make sure I go out and get one because it's it's a it's a good bottle. I definitely enjoy it. Um, high eighties, high eighties, low nineties is where this kind of stands. So uh, another good another good release from this, and can't wait till day nine. Can't wait to see what day nine brings. Hopefully, we're on our way up and we keep going up, up and up because um, it only gets better from here on out as we get close to Christmas. You got your list, Brent? Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. You got your uh, you got your Christmas list ready for Sydney? What uh, whiskeys you want? What uh, whiskey gifts you want? We'll have to, we'll have to maybe uh, interject with the night where we talk about our... Uh, I think we did it last year. We did it like a whiskey Christmas gift list for everybody. Take a, talk about what, uh, what's on the horizon, what, uh, what we see that's uh, popular in the whiskey culture for gifts. That you can hint for your significant other. And just, yeah, just, but other things, you know, I think last time I did other things outside of whiskey too, right? I mean, there's several, there's several things the whiskey connoisseur needs yeah, besides maybe we could actual do a, bottles. A man's, yeah, a man's episode of things that a, that a whiskey connoisseur could use. Not just whiskey, you know, bottles, but like things. I mean, you've, you've, you, I've seen some great crystal rock glasses out there. I've seen... I mean, Glen Cairns and tulip glasses and snifters and there's old-fashioned glasses, yeah, absolutely. And maybe we'll talk about we can talk about glassware a little bit. And, that'd, that'd be fun. You know, you, you know what? Maybe maybe a few days before Christmas, or uh, maybe soon. We'll do it soon. Or maybe, maybe like, we should uh, do a live episode. Yeah, I like that. I like where your head's at. Maybe. So maybe like this, you know, maybe maybe coming up. Uh, early like December, twentieth ish, week before, yeah. week before yeah. Christmas. We could do it. We could do a live episode. Well, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. But we'll do a live episode where we talk about Christmas gifts and, and whiskey gifts. Not not necessarily just straight up whiskey or you know, whiskey glasses or anything like that. But things that a whiskey connoisseur can have. Yeah. Because there is nothing better than a good leather overnight bag. Right? Cha-ching. That's a that's a hint. My you know wife that, doesn't listen to the show, so it doesn't matter. You know what else? You know what else is awesome? A moleskin 
Tasting oh yeah, tasting notes. Definitely, book. definitely. Those so. are always good. So Brent, uh, as as we we drink up to day eight and we finish up day eight, it is uh, it is time to cheers our BSEA uh, secret speakeasy members. Scott, if you came here to learn, drink what you learned. If you came here to share, share what you drink. If you came here a stranger, may you exit as a friend. And if you came for an adventure. Drink up. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas.